Welcome to episode 168 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, sports ratings are down. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? I watch almost zero TV. I'll admit it. Like almost zero. I don't really consume much media. I, I watch, I, re, I get the highlight recaps online or on ESPN app or something like that. I read while I'm in transit into my office. Outside of that, very, very rarely do I sit down, watch any content, whether it's TV, a game, whatever. It's unfortunate. I would love to. I love it. I don't have the time. I focus all every minute of my day on business or trying to recover from overworking. But um, yeah, I, I I like I haven't cut the cord. But like other than maybe my wife watching some stuff that she likes to watch, like I'm I'll be a cord cutter soon. Yeah, for me, if it wasn't for sports, I would be. I just same. I can't, I can't wean off of that. I'll, well, I'll DVR and like fast forward and just grab what I need to grab. Or if it's a big game or something, or I'm a big fan of something, I'll watch, but not like on any ongoing basis. Right. My fact about me of the day, I love live music and music festivals. Mm. I've been to Lollapalooza for the last seven years and have gone to Bonnaroo, which was an absolutely incredible experience. They're a great example of community and engagement and no joke. I would highly, highly recommend someone go to something like Bonnaroo because it will change your perspective on how you can uh, live in a community with other people because it was the nicest, friendliest, most fun situation and event to be at. I absolutely loved it. I think I was at the 96 or 97 Warped Tour. Throwback. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Which brings us back to today's topic. Sports ratings are down, and this is via the OC Register, an article that we saw. And, Brian, there's a few things that stuck out to me uh, about this one, the guy who wrote this said there are seven things that are killing sports viewership. And when I read this, I could not have disagreed more with what he was saying. But mm. some quick updates on uh, viewership going down. Uh, the NFL lost one in 10 viewers this year. The Super Bowl has declining view- viewership in two straight years. MOB regular seating, regular season ratings rose 1% versus 2015. Viewership soared in the playoffs, but uh, they're wondering, is that because of the Cubs? The NBA lost one in six viewers from broadcasts. Uh, The NHL uh, broadcasts are off a modest 7%. Major League Soccer, um, they're on the rise, but uh, they're still such a small uh, league depending on larger markets it's saying nascar is decidedly out it's saying and we've all talked about golf with tiger woods out so before we get to the why they thought sports viewership was down what are your thoughts on sports viewership being down oh well first of all yes it's very clearly down it's trending down i will clarify it's trending down on traditional media I, I think it's crazy to me, and we'll get into some of the details of this article, that people think that like sports fans are disappearing. That's not the truth at all. Sports fans aren't going anywhere. There's still sports fans. There's more sports fans every single day. It's just they're not consuming. They're not consuming the games. They're not consuming the content traditionally the way that they had for, for decades and decades because traditionally the only way to watch it was to be at the game or watch the broadcast. Now it's beat the game. 
watch the broadcast, check up on Twitter, watch a live stream, watch up live updates from your friends who are at the game or even watching the game, get the gifts on Twitter, DVR. There's a million different ways to consume it. And so the consumption has shifted. How people are consuming it has changed. But fans aren't disappearing. And I think that that's a big, big thing that everyone needs to understand. Yeah, and the number of alternatives that are out there are certainly much larger than they were, let's call it 10 or 15 years yeah. ago. Like, growing growing up, what other alternatives did I have yeah. to watching sports? Now you're like video games, esports, virtual reality. Like, literally, there's a million different options now for people. So here is what uh, the OC register said, the seven things that are killing sports viewership. And I'll go through all of them, and then we can just dish about. Want to go through them one at a time? We'll just agree, disagree, and give a talking point? Oh, yeah. Want to do that? Yeah. We're just too busy. Who's too busy? The fan? It, it just said, we're just we're just too busy. That's what? That's that ridiculous. Is, no, that is abs- absolutely ridiculous. Because here's the thing. As you know, somebody who runs a business, if you're too busy, you're focusing on the wrong things. You should be completely in control of your life and how you're doing things. So I don't believe in busy because busy means you're spending too much time on Facebook. Yeah, well, you know, and the, and the thing is, though, is people are too busy, but they're multitasking all over the place. They're watching TV while they're on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. They're doing five or six things at once. That doesn't mean that they're not necessarily consuming. That just means that they might be catching it in broken up segments. That might be what mean they're watching the gifts or a piece of the live stream or like me catching the highlights the next morning. doesn't mean they're not consuming it. It's just they're not sitting there silently not doing anything else. Yeah, it says we don't have time to endlessly watch sporting events on TV. No. Disagree because you're Disagree. endlessly watching Game of Thrones and yeah. uh, Stranger Things and all yeah. that other stuff. Yep. Number two. The events are too long. Disagree. Disagree. Though I think some some events could maybe like button up some things here and there. I just don't think that – I don't know. I, I just think if you're a football fan, if you're a baseball fan, if you're a soccer fan, you're going to watch the damn sport. I agree that some stuff maybe could be expedited, sped up a little. I do, I do will agree in some level that – Attention spans have been shrinking even more because you can consume in a GIF what would have been a quarter maybe, uh, you know, or a few minutes in a, in a quarter. So I do get the attention spans are shrinking and maybe there needs to be a way to kind of either expedite or condense some things that are happening. Um, and I don't know if that's on the broadcast side or maybe on some of the game side, but I don't think that that is a major reason for viewership decline at all. No, and that's way too open-ended. I think the only one that you would really get much criticism on would be baseball because of the lack of action that actually happens. But I've never sat there being like, oh, my God, Brian, I got to go. This football game's taking way yeah. too long for me. Yeah, exactly. What? No, please. I, w- I will gladly sign up for 10 times the amount of football action. Yep. Actually, 10 times the amount of every sport. Yeah. Sign me up. I don't care what league it is. Completely wrong. <laughs> Number three. The seasons are too long. For what? Which sport? Uh, yeah. well, like, my God. Like, who, who, who is the writer of this? I'm not trying to trash him. Who's the writer or her? So the writer of this is Jonathan Lansner. Jonathan Lansner. Let's see if we can find this person on Twitter. If somebody knows this person on Twitter, once we release this episode, I'd love to tag him in and get his thoughts. But here's the thing. Like, 
the season's too for what for what sport like every sport's different season like what's the problem with a long season like baseball so, versus football like how can you it's not all sports regu- he's saying regular season games are often meaningless this is a perfect example of why sports may be living the cliche less is more no. i completely disagree with no. that because i love watching every single game i have the premium subscription uh nfl sunday ticket nba league pass MLB extra innings. Uh, did I miss anything? All of them for every <laughs> single sport because I cannot get enough. The beauty of it is, sure, the regular season may not uh, be as awesome as the playoffs, but guess what? Yeah. I love the grind. I love watching every single Penguins game, every single Steelers game, every Bulls game. Just I don't. I just don't get it. I mean, I get baseball is 162 games. That is long, but guess what? That's what the sport is. Yeah, well, you know, and that's the thing, right? Like, uh, as a big Mets fan, I don't go or watch every game. I wish I had the time to. It'd be awesome. I catch the bigger games or the ones that are important to me, but the reality is, too, it's like it's really awesome, even if it's just in the background. Like, oh, yeah, the Mets game's on. Let me turn that on while I'm working on something, while I'm talking or in a meeting. Like, it's it becomes part of, of the consumption. Like, what, what would shortening the season of baseball actually do? Like, that wouldn't make more people watch watch it like that's what that's what's so crazy you're talking about viewership decline so you have to make an argument for why short like if you're going to say that the season's too long well then you're basically saying that your argument is if the season was shorter viewership would go up no it wouldn't viewership would either remain the same or go down it would just be less frequent that's it so he's, he says do we really expect anybody other than a diehard fan to be able to pay attention to competitive seasons that run three quarters of a year and the thing is you don't have to pay attention to every single second no. of every single game no you can you can casually be a fan. you can be a casual diehard or just a, a casual fan. Yeah, that's the beauty. In Chicago, there's always a game on TV, no matter where you go. Simple. I love that. Exactly. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. It, it, a, it fills the gaps, and B, there's a lot of people who work here at Bowl Worldwide who are sports fans, but they're not really baseball fans. But during the season, I hear chatter all the time of people who I know aren't really big baseball fans. Like, oh yeah, I saw that. You know, the Mets were you know second. They're two games behind. They didn't watch any games that week, but they're paying attention to what's going on. It's an interesting ongoing flux. So they'll start watching it gets closer to the All Star break. Watch at the beginning of the season, and those are people who are not baseball fans. They're just sports fans in general. So. Ah, next. So this one here is what made me believe that he is not a sports fan. That it Game, took it took that many questions. <laughs> games are predictable. Uh, in numerous sports, just a handful of players play the game the right way, and too few franchises have figured out how to repeatedly win. So the only suspense is often guessing which juggernaut wins the final game. Is that a joke? Like that's not as serious. Like this, this, and I, I don't mean any offense. This person clearly does not watch sports at all, right? But wait, there's more. There's more. There's more. Defense supposedly wins championships, but defensive play is boring. Do you really want to watch a match where the winner scores only once? Well, again, what, what effing sport? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, the winner scores only once. Some of the best damn games, if especially if we're talking about football, are like defensive heavy games man where you're just like oh my god what's going like nail biting like that's some of the best to watch clearly shout out to our friend dave at the ravens uh, i'm sure he would have a few th- him and ray lewis would have a few yeah. things to say about defense ray lewis oh man i like i have the highlights and slow motion nfl films in my mind of him coming out of the tunnel ray lewis anyway sorry I mean, honestly, like I would really like to know if this guy's just not a sports fan and was just like, hey, you got to write about this sports thing because this is what this is feeling. I almost feel bad that we're kind of tearing it apart now. 
I don't. Well, I don't agree with any of these things. And of course, I'm on one side of being a sports fan, but games are predictable. Come on. Yeah. My God. I don't don't believe it that (laughs) one bit. All right. This one, you can completely throw out the window. Participants seem disinterested. I know that I know that seasons are too long, but there are, there are limits to human strength, physical and mental that make an athlete's ability to survive the marathon of play challenging. Okay. What? I mean, my God, this just makes me like, if I feel like this is the thing you read. If you like wake up in the morning depressed and you're like, I really need something to make me go back to bed and forget about life. Let me read this article. That's all I get out of this. Like, Oh, life is life is hard and no one's motivated. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe self-projecting. Really? So one of the things that I love about sports is how inspirational it is on so many oh different God, yeah. levels. Every day on Sports Center, we see someone new achieving a new record. I love seeing the elite players. I love seeing Steph Curry and LeBron James and Tom Brady and these players who do things that you're like, how in the world did they do that? There was nothing disinteresting about LeBron James block from behind <laughs> in the NBA Finals. No. Nothing whatsoever. I agree a million you know what's crazy too because i had this conversation uh we were we were lucky enough we had our uh you know our bold holiday party at a brooklyn nets game and it was awesome look let's be honest the brooklyn nets are not like the pinnacle of success you know to watch but it's they're still fun to watch and i was having a conversation with somebody there and i said and we were talking about you go you know the worst player on the worst team in the nba would make an amateur basketball player look like they've never touched a basketball before. And that's what I think is like you, people don't realize they get so used to watching these pro athletes perform and then like come like, oh, yeah, that, that guy's so much better or he, he's not that good. The worst player, the worst professional player in any of these sports is still so phenomenally talented. It's mind numbing. And I think that if you really accept that, it makes sports even so much more. I appreciate sports so much more when I think about that, that the worst player and the worst team is still super, super talented, at least in most cases. That's, that's an understatement of the year. These are the most talented Phenoms. athletes in the entire world. Phenoms. Even the wor- worst player you've ever seen what- is... Crushing ninety nine point nine percentile of awesome. Oh yeah, I mean somebody who'd never played would you would make it look like you've never even, <laughs> or somebody's amateur would make it look like they've never picked up a ball before. All right, we'll zoom through these last All right, two. Two more, two more, dos mas, uh, por favor. Is, but we're not done yet because <sighs> sports have become boring. <laughs> I. Rob, I'm, I'm just trying to find some words here. I mean, e- like this even, is <laughs> April <laughs> Fool's, I hope. No. Damn it. Even new cool visuals can't spice up a dull match on TV. Cool new I visuals. Mean, Let's be honest. Like, whoa, 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 forget dressing this co- like his thing. I'm going to address that. Cool new visuals. Look, if there's one thing that, that broadcast sports has not done yet, it has not changed to like new cool visuals in like a decade. Let's be honest. Like the graphics looks nice. On sports games, they look the damn same for the last decade and a half. The, sorry. I, like, I, I don't even remember the, the, the statement because that is the most absurd thing I've heard in a long time, Rob. That so, is. So you know what, Brian? I do have to defend him on this. I did find the Patriots <laughs> coming on. back with the greatest come-from-behind uh, victory in Super Bowl history. That was boring. Villanova's was game-winning shots in the NCAA so championship. 
that was boring. Worst I've ever seen. The, the Cubs beating the Indians in extra innings in Game Seven of the World Series. Yeah, snooze, fest. snooze fest. Snooze fest. Snooze fest. <laughs> game Seven Warriors versus Cavaliers. <laughs> just boring as shit. I'm just like, yeah. I, uh, that's, I got my best. I got the best sleep that <laughs> night of my, my life because I was I was I passed can't, out can't. during all the non-action. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is the best podcast of all time this is just like i feel so elated this is so much fun oh my god we could we could literally do a podcast on how sports are the opposite of boring my goodness <laughs> Why, right. if you find sports boring i am so sorry for you not that you have to like sports but you can't say sports are boring like what what to you in life is not boring then? There is anything interesting to you in life? Oh my god! And lastly, <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> drum roll, please. <laughs> the public isn't stupid. It says to me, the sports industry has taken the audiences for granted for for too long. I'm not saying that the, any league or many franchises are destined to bankruptcy, but how many of us will admit to trimming our sports viewing habits? So this is probably the only semi like thing I even remotely agree with. I can't believe the last question I'm actually going to agree with some of this. I don't agree with his total like how he's presenting it. I do think that the leagues and the broadcasters have gotten complacent and used to the types of revenue from traditional media and marketing and advertising that have always been there. And now the traditional is changing and, oh my gosh, not everyone's watching the broadcast or watching online or on Snapchat or on Facebook or a live stream or GIFs or reviews in the morning or, or DVRing it. They can't figure out how to monetize it the same way they have before. So they're scrambling because they there was complacency. That part I will agree with, but that's all I got. Yes, and uh, he does say there's a decline in TV viewership, and the audience is voting with their TV clickers. Nope. What I what I do believe is that the audience has a higher standard for their attention now because of the number of things that are out there. So when brands and teams don't do things that align with what uh, you believe in, you've got other options there. Yeah. But uh, or for the most part. Oh no! Or I was just going to jump in. And I say, oh, or what I what I think is, it, it's not that they're voting with the TV. It's just that they now have more places to watch it. They can. You couldn't watch gifts live from the game four seconds after it happened on Deadspin ten years ago. You watched the broadcast. You waited for the highlights in the eleven o'clock news, which were terrible, and then ESPN News the next morning. You watched, and it was better packaged highlights and so forth. That's all you got now. Literally on any social media platform, in almost real near real time. You can get it all. You get the highlights. You get like so. It's not that's the thing, and it goes back to what we said when we started this. It's not that sports fans are disconnected. Like I don't like sports anymore. It's they're just consuming it differently. The behavior of consumption has changed, and that's it. Which yeah, which gets rid of every argument he had in all those. The TV is no longer the gold standard to me of end all be all. TV is the second screen, man. Exactly there. So guys, we ran a little bit long. On this podcast here, uh, I guess we just couldn't help it because we were laughing and having fun. My takeaway from this, sports are awesome. I love sports more this second than I ever have. I love the teams, the players, all you guys listening to this. Sports are fantastic. I've de- Sports are why I created the company that I did. Yep. It's 
I love all things sports. For my takeaway, sports keep getting better. Have fun. Sports are awesome. Yes, hell yes. I agree with that, man. And I'm more of a like endurance sports, extreme sports guy. When it really comes down to it, that's the stuff that I love and personally do and know. But I love all sports, obviously. The same. That's how I started my business. That's why I do what I do. That's why we have this podcast, man. A, you love sports. B, oh, what's what's my B? It's uh, uh, I was just so distracted with all those all those bullet points. Um, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, you got to find something in life that you love. And you don't have to love sports. I know plenty of people who aren't sports people, and that's totally fine. But what I think is super cool, and I'm going to totally, like, transition here to an unrelated where I started this. Because <laughs> my brain, I was having a brain fart there. I apologize. This is a fun episode, man. I love it. Um, what's super cool, 10, 15 years ago, if an article like that was written in a magazine, probably where it would be, we would have read it, you and I at a bar or we hung out or something like that would have bitched about, oh, you know, this is stupid. What do you think about this, that? And that's where it would have ended. Today, 2017, you and me, we're in different states. We run different sports companies we are on a podcast today on a Monday, and within a couple of days, this is going to be on the internet, and our rebuttal and our thoughts are going to be out there. I think that is awesome, and I think that that goes back to everything, absolutely the opposite of everything that this article was positioning, which is you didn't have that option. People couldn't listen to the sports marketing huddle in addition to reading that article, in addition to watching the game, in addition to there is more opportunity for fans and consumers to get everything they want from the people they want in the way that they want it. And I think that is super, super incredible. And that gets me pumped. So today's action item, guys. I want you to send us something that you love about sports. It can be a single play, a GIF, a meme, a video, anything. Send us something fantastic from the world of sports. Oh, what's the, what's the guy's name that that wrote the article? One more. Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, I clicked out of the article. Jonathan something. Jonathan something. Where, where did the article come from? What was the title of the it? Orange County Register. Okay, send him your most favorite sports moments and tag us yep <laughs>